everyone. I'm Funke and welcome to season one of People with Penny. So on this podcast, we talk about small business owners, entrepreneurs, and people yet to start their brand in Nigeria. So today I have Stacey Tega with me and I'll be talking to Stacey about our business business. Stacey, please introduce yourself. Hello guys. My name is Stacey, Stacey Tega. Yeah, I run a waste beads business. I run a beads business basically, not just waste beads, but um waste beads is like the center of it. But you know, I make other kinds of beads. I've been running the business for, for about four years now. So yeah, that's pretty much about me and my business. I think that's all. My name yeah. is Tega. I run I run a waste beads business. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Thank you for clarifying that it's not just waste bits and, you know, it's different types of bits. And um, why did you start your business? Um, for an emotional reason, I was depressed and, you know, I was, I wasn't in, okay, I was in school, but like, I think I was in a foundation program. So I was not really in school at the time. So I was depressed. I wasn't doing anything with my time. It was a hobby. It was something that I just picked up from, I don't know. I learned it when I was like in primary five. So it's just something I knew how to do. And I started doing it. And, you know, I just put the prize on it. That's how it started. How has the journey been from starting something out of boredom and you know, because you can do it, actually turning it into a profitable business? It hasn't been like smooth completely, but it's been very interesting, like very, very interesting. Like I started this business from 1,600 Naira. I wasn't even trying to start a business I just wanted to make waste beads for myself so I look good for my boyfriend at the time but mm-hmm. um you know it's, it, it became something it's like bringing in money you know money that I can use to survive you know as a student you know those 10k 10k here and 5k there and you know I just I read something somewhere that says when you start working, even if you start from a very young age, because I started this business at 19, mm. you can't stop. So it just, I just got used to making money and like I couldn't stop. And, you know, then I had to start thinking of ways to make, you know, more substantial amounts from the business. So yeah, it's not been all smooth because like there, there, there's also an emotional part that comes with running a business where, you know, you can put your heart and soul into something and the customer is not satisfied. Or sometimes you're just stressed out and, you know, it, it can stress you out. Working with people, the logistic company, some customers mm-hmm. are very difficult. I think, yeah, some customers are difficult, you know. You have to, like, detach emotionally because making making bids is, like, is really stressful. So having to be a different person like I have to try and be a different person from the person that makes the beat to the person that is talking to you because the person that makes the beat is stressed so like I had to learn how to disconnect from like emotionally disconnect from my business so it hasn't been all smooth but I can tell you it's been really beautiful like it's taught me yes it has taught me so much I learned so much from running a business at a young age too like I make my mistakes I learn from my mistakes like I didn't I didn't read any book or I didn't gather any 
knowledge or do any research to start this business so it was really just based on vibes like I make mistakes mm-hmm. I learn from my mistakes you know and we move so yeah yeah based not all smooth but like it's great basically yeah, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad that um, yeah I think it's really interesting um, starting your business at 19 and, you know, growing and just evolving and growing with the business as a person and as a business owner as well. It's very, very interesting and very brave. Um, so yeah. as, I went, yeah. when you, as I went, you started, if you had access to a loan, do you think you would have started your business mm-hmm. alone? Or do you think right now you're in a phase where your business is ready for alone and sorry it's all like it's all a lot of questions in one and you think alone will take your business from one level to another no 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 it's okay yeah i think yes i think now it's time like we have proposals i have reached out to people in the past and you know people have also come through like it's now becoming something way more than what it was when it started way more. It's more, I have so many ideas. I have so many, like right now I'm on a break to rebrand and there's so much that needs to be done. And, you know, this can no longer be achieved by one person's resources or by one person. Mm. Right. So Yeah. yeah, I think we are, we are at that stage of, you know, being able to partner and obviously whoever we're partner partnering with will definitely see results like i think we're there where we can we can set goals for ourselves and you know work on that and achieve achieve things can I achieve great things with ways beads <laughs> <laughs> that's Basically. great yeah um, there's a popular notion or just a popular thing people saying waste beads is tied to kayamata or you know the or jazz or juju and all yeah. of it so what's your take on that is that true yeah. or these are just really stones to beautify your waist no. um yeah first of all first things first that's just really stones to beautify our waste and I feel like globalization has caused some kind of cultural disconnect with a lot of African people because even when I started making these beads my dad was so familiar with them he'll tell me stories about how his sisters used to have them on his mom it was it was just something that you had to have as an African woman back in the day it's it was an accessory just like your Mm. earrings or your bracelets like it beautifies that's what it has always been yes they can be you know attached to aphrodisiac um what's what what would I call it now they can you, they can be described as an aphrodisiac, or someone who is selling aphrodisiac can sell with beads too, because you know it's just like someone who is selling um, lingerie mm-hmm. can sell, yeah, like sex toys or something like that. Yeah, so somebody who is selling or somebody who is selling um, aphrodisiac can sell lingerie. Yeah, that's what I mean. So yeah, people that sell aphrodisiac can sell it to you and say, you know, this will make you look sexier and be sexier in the bedroom. So it doesn't mean that it has any, 
evil attachment to it, except it's fortified. And that's with the people that, I mean, if you want to buy fortified beads, you know where to go and look for fortified beads from. But most beads are normal. I feel like most beads are normal. People are so attracted. And I also feel like people are so attracted to waste beads that they feel is jazz. Like it's so beautiful that you start <laughs> thinking, oh my God, is this thing normal? It's normal, yeah. it just looks too sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I actually like that you said because sometimes when I look at myself with my waist beads, I'm like, damn, girl, you look good. Guy, even me, like, I, I know, me too. Even the ones I got recently, I'm just like, what? Hmm, can't wait to, you know, <laughs> launch it. <laughs> them. You I know. love that. Um, so, yeah. which challenge do you not think you were going to have when you started? I mean, because you started as, passion and something to do out of boredom but now that it has yeah. transitioned into a business that's actually making you money and supporting your um livelihood yeah what are the challenges that you're currently facing okay the ones that i'm currently facing mm-hmm. um at the moment i'm trying to move to a bigger scale and moving to a bigger scale means that i have to work with people i have to have a staff so since last year let me say 8 7 months now i've been i've been working with people but it's been a little tricky like i've been trying to find the right kind of people i met this girl and then she fell pregnant and a pregnant woman cannot make beads you know, or this delivery guy that plays too much when I'm not in the mood to play, you know, it's, and also because I'm young, I, I had, or I also had issues with like some people working for me because, you know, they look at you and they think you're a small girl, you can't talk to them, you know, that kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. one. Um, another challenge I was facing, I'm no longer facing that. I don't, I'm over that. I've, like I said before, I've learned to be able to like detach, you know, what's, what a customer, whatever a customer's review is, shouldn't affect me as much because it used to affect me because making beats is something that you put your time and your effort and your creativity into. Like you should see me when I'm trying to come up with a new design. I can make a whole bead and if I'm not feeling it, I start all over again. You feel me? Yeah. So, you know, when a customer has described something and, you know, I tap into my inner Picasso and I'm, I create or I go extra mile for a customer, like there's this thing Nigerian vendors have been saying where Nigerians will hit you up and try to rush you, tell you they are traveling, just to rush you, really. And you do all these things, you know, you really stress yourself, especially for bead making. Like it, it's, it's a lot of stress. It takes a lot of patience and, you know, you do all that. And at the end of the day, you're not appreciated. It's one complaint or the other. I think I was, I was with you one time where I even sent somebody, they, they complained about the first set. I sent them another set and they complained and ah, what do you want me to do? <laughs> what do you want me to do at this point? You've got mm-hmm. double what you paid for, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. So I, I used to let it get to me, but I think I also went through a phase like in this period of not working, I've been on a break. I went through a phase of ordering a lot of things online. So during that period, I got to like relate with a lot of vendors, not as as my business now, as 
an individual and mm-hmm. i'm like hmm, okay this is how it's done this is how it's done because some things that my customers will tell me that will make me panic like i would really really be panicking this person told me they're traveling tomorrow i'm shouting for everybody that's working with me can we make sure this person gets this thing before this time and at the end of the day but when i when i when i went through the process of like ordering i realized Omo, when you pay your money to somebody you don't know like you wait anytime that it comes. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not gonna do that to my customer, but it made me like relax a little, right? Mm. So when I'm when I'm going through that, and I will tell you, if you're traveling, uh, this is the amount of time that it takes to process an order. I would I, I won't panic as much as I used to because these things are normal. These things are normal. We people that are making bids or people that are vendors, they're human beings. We're just trying to. So at the end of the day, everybody will calm down. You get so that's why mm-hmm. I've learned is a challenge I used to have, but like I don't think I'm gonna have that anymore. What one one of the challenges I'm having right now is you know just working with people, working with people, even like getting investors, trying to because like even that you have to be like very very eloquent and like smart in what you're doing in, in your proposal you have to know how you approach these people you have to know how you tell them what you're going to gain from you if they invest in your business you know so yes just getting stakeholders and working with people at the moment is kind of challenging but i know that i'll i'll learn and i'll get through it mm. yeah i'm just saying what 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 i love when you mentioned <laughs> about you not taking criticism to art. Hey, it's so hard. <laughs> taking criticism to art. Yeah. Because it's dicey when yeah. your business is something you do with your artist. Like it's dicey when you're in business, where your business is like a creative expression. You have to make it. Yeah. 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 So it's like you want to, when negative feedbacks come, it sort of feels like it's an attack to your it's talent. Personal. Yes. yes. Personal. When it's inside, exactly. Yeah. Yes. When when sometimes yeah. it's really just, you know, it's about the work or you know, something, not necessarily your craft. So I'm glad that you've been able to to just identify that and yeah. work better on that. That's really great. Mm. Well done. So um is this your major source of income? At the moment, yes, I intend to try other things when this is stable. Like, yeah, I want this to be a stable source of income. At least you're bringing so 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 and someone to the table monthly. Then I, I really have plans of doing other things. So that's why I'm even really working on this being stable. As you know, I'm finishing school this year, so I just want this to be a thing of its own then i can move on to other things yeah how do you manage being a student and running a business because it's not easy jesus it's the worst (laughs) especially something that you have to sit down and make oh my god like i've experienced so many burnouts and i think this is the thing when you have to always be gentle with yourself i'm i always sit down and think what is more important to me in this moment, is it money or is it my grade or is it my <laughs> attendance? <laughs> yeah, like there are times that I've, I've had to, you know, make make conscious choices or conscious decisions, you know, but I'm, 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 I'm kind of like a spontaneous thinker or a wild, like my mind is very open. So things don't really, 
scare me the way it scares other people, right? Some kind of things, big things that will scare other people. I don't really care about them. So like it really helped me. But when I needed to choose school, that's the thing. Always know when to chill. Always know when to back down. Like you will experience burnout. Like even with business, sometimes I'm like, what? I'm not doing it again. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing it again because like you, it's emotional. Mm. Sometimes I cry, even you say, you know, yeah. but, but you know, always know. And that's why I like myself. I know when to rest. If I need to rest, I'm going to take, if it's five months, two months, I'll take all that time away and focus on school. You know, there was even this time I'm like, okay, I need to focus on school. I take, I take this time away. So I just know how to manage my time place my priorities at all times honestly i'm not gonna lie to you not every time school is not always my priority and that's Mm -hmm. why i say things that scare other people don't scare me and to be honest school is not always my priority so sometimes i choose my business i mean there can be balance if school is your priority right Mm -hmm. but for me like i chose my priorities i know when school is a must i know when you know yeah right so yeah that's yeah exactly mm, that's great mm. so how do you deal with bad days with business maybe a day that's just crazy go away man share this instagram <laughs> i go away i leave the, i leave the i leave my phone and because i do my business with my phone my business is mostly based online so most times I see my phone as my office. That's why if you notice, I'm not really a phone person. Like when it comes to like my personal relationships, I'm not the kind of person that cares whether my phone is charged because phone is as good as, you know, the office to me. So when I'm not feeling it, I just drop my phone somewhere and, you know, zone out for a bit and come back to it. I know when I need to breathe always know when you need to breathe always know when you need to take a break always know when you turn off your phone and remove it always know when you need to act like you don't have another instagram handle that is a business handle you know because sometimes it's a lot sometimes you can have one or two customers you know at the same time just really stressing you out in different ways or people calling you telling you they're traveling you know just it's, it's difficult to, <laughs> to mm. like, especially dealing with Nigerian beings like they want they want to order it now now and let it drop now now <laughs> and they're going to disturb you as if they don't know that you know shit takes time <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know I love that yeah. you prioritize your emotional well-being and your mental health and you know when to take a break obviously you do not just yeah. like it didn't start from yeah. Anyway, I think it's sort of a level that you've grown to because there's a level of burnout you achieve and you know that my mental well-being is not, you know, is not it's more important. Yes. yes. And when you yeah. mentioned getting to business exactly. point of stability, so then it saves you. That's great. So do you think it would be different yeah. when doing your business in another country? Yes, very different. I would outside Africa, I would make more, more money. I started making substantial money from my business when I started exporting, when I started sending in bulk abroad, then I'll get money that maybe I'll get it in a month. My month, like money that I'll make from business in a month, I'll get it from like one other 
or you know that kind of thing and it really exposed me because it was also the period I experienced this burnout and I'm like okay I'm done because currency the our the value of our money keeps falling and it's not as if people will buy like it's not as if okay um naira has fallen people buy beats for five thousand naira no so you know people still want to pay the amounts that they pay for this thing and the value of the money is reducing the amount of work you put into it is still there so it's like you're not even being paid for the level of work that you're doing Mm. you know so i was really done i felt like i mean i was getting let me say at least 100k monthly but i was just done like i beg this money is too small for all this stress up until I, when I took a break, I just took a break, I think up to six months even to just, you know, breathe. And I had this conversation with someone because I'm very business minded. So like if the conversation can lead to business, trust me, I'm carrying the conversation there. And from the, from the conversation, I gave this person a proposal, um, come and buy book bug beats from me sell for this price this one that one and you know boom I got my first bulk order I went for second third you know and that's how I started saying hmm, okay this business can be way more than it is like way more than what people see so let me try and expand in that way and I'm trying to like expand in that way like export more and you know just touch the international markets because mm. you know that's where you're being paid you're being paid for your actual work yeah Mm. so yes it would have been better and it will be better if i'm selling outside nigeria yeah Hmm. very very insightful i'm glad that you've been able to um you know target a market that actually pays you better or pays you yeah honestly money in dollars yeah (laughs) my sister (laughs) So yeah. we'll be concluding soon, but um, before we okay. conclude, I'd love you to share tips to people that would want to start a business, in, start a business out of making beads in Nigeria. Ooh, out of making beads. Okay. The number one tip, have passion for it. Be an artist. Be somebody that, it's just the way when my friends ask me to make beats for them. Okay, like you, for instance, when you say, make beats for me. If you look at those beats from the eye of an artist, you see that from what you've described to me, I would sit down and create something, right? So I like I like that I create things. I like that this, this is my creation. This is my design. This is what I have put together. So it, it gives me that drive because honestly, honestly, I would have stopped a long time ago. It's so stressful. You sit for hours. If you don't know how to, if you don't know how to make beads normally, you you learn and you make one bead for hours. Mm. That's number one. Number two, you know, you should put your business out there online, right? Because mm. first of all, your design should be worth it, worth it, right? So mm. when you know you have it in you, you can make these beautiful designs that will get people marveled. Because honestly, waste is something that people see in the market for 100 naira, mm. right? So your designs have to speak to the audience, like speak to the market that, okay, this is not 100 naira waste bead. There's more to this. This 
this has been made with intent. Like design is beautiful. It has to look like it's worth it. The price, you, first of all, you have to be online because you wouldn't, you hardly make that kind of money. Like if you're selling beads in person, right? I don't think mm. you'll be able to make that, except you have like a strong network of rich people, right? But the best, the best um, was, was the platform is the internet. Best platform is the internet. Make sure your designs are beautiful, captivating. Um, also, number three, learn to detach emotionally because beads are so personal that if you make something from the bottom of your heart for so many hours and somebody says they don't like it, you feel slap the person. Like, I've quarreled with a friend. <laughs> <even>. <laughs> like, I've changed it for my friend once. Like, but that one was my friend. So I was, ah, wait till you they talk. Do you know what it took me to make this thing for you? <laughs> because it did take me. I, I did put a lot into that, that particular order because she was my friend and she, um, she didn't like talk. Oh, well. Anyway, so you have to learn from the, it will help you if you learn how to touch. Know that, you know, this is a business and you can't please everybody. You're one person, because if you're starting a big business on a small scale, you start as one person. So you're one person and you're a business and, you know, you can't always satisfy customers and you have to learn to take, learn, because I'm very, I'm very strong-headed. I'm quite stubborn. So like, I don't like being told what to do and what not to do, but like, you have to bring your head down. You have to bring your head down and learn, listen to what your customers are saying, improve. Mm. Just mm. your reality from your business. Yeah, your business is your office. When it comes to business, you have to be official, but detached from your, then money management, from the beginning, because I didn't learn that on time. It took me so many years to, you know, I told you, I just, they go, any mistake I make, I will learn from there, based on vibes, you know, money management is important. You have to keep track of how much you're making monthly, how much you can save monthly, what expenses are monthly, what the money that is going into buying beads. You know, please don't be like me. For so many years, I was just using my business money as but it was my only source of income. So it was like, once it comes, I spend it, you know, but you have to keep track. It's important to keep track. Always write things down. When your customer comes for order. Also, another thing I used to do, because I, like I said, based on vibes, when a customer tell me, this is what I want, this is what I want, I'll read it and say, okay, I, I, I know. Then I'll make it and probably forget something because I didn't write it down. You know, I had to make that mistake so many times because, you know, I'm quite nonchalant to an extent. So I made that mistake so many times too. I said, forcing myself, okay, any money that enters your account, you have to sit down and document it. It's difficult because sometimes, I mean, on good months or good days or good weeks, money feel enter like every week, every day, and you have to, every time, and you have to like make conscious efforts. You might not even be at home where your pen is. But set a reminder, make conscious efforts, take down your earnings, like be very intentional about that. So, you know, when you have that knowledge, it helps you as much as you think it does not or it might not. It helps you when you have the knowledge of how much you're making, how much you're spending, how then you know how to be better. It's even your savings and much more like so many other things. But it's very, very helpful for businesses. So from the beginning, even if it started as a joke, Make sure you document document everything about your business. I regret not documenting mine. So if if you're starting with this, you should. So I think mm. that's that's pretty much all the tips that I have. 
the, the, the tips you shared, they're very important tips. And, you know, I appreciate them. And the part you said about documenting your finances is important. And it's something that, yeah, it's, it's something that we help business owners do with our penny app. So with the app, everything okay. is pretty easily documented and, you know, you don't have to go through the process of writing it down. So I feel like, you know, it's something a lot of small business owners should actually take advantage of. Yeah. And, okay. Um, I'll love you to tell us an interesting fact about yourself. <laughs> about myself concerning my business or like just uh, myself? Yourself. Ah, uh, <laughs> I need a minute. There are so many interesting things mm-hmm. about me. Where would I start? Wala for uno I know no wait first. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, I think something very interesting about me is that I'm brave. And like I'm not I'm not brave, then I'm brave. Like I can take on daring task, I can really face anything. Maybe because of my past, I'm not really scared of a lot. And mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. And oh, I know how to like forget what I don't want to think about. Like I can just remove, erase something from my, mom- my memory. I think it's, I mean, not just, not anything. I mean, I've not been able to erase my mom from my memory, but to a large extent, I know how to not worry about things that I don't want to worry about. I feel I, I will not gain anything worrying about. And I've met people who are overthinkers who are also valid. And I'm like, wow, this person is going through a lot that I'm, I'm actually so glad that I don't have this problem. Like if I feel like I cannot solve it, I'm not going to kill myself. I, I live a very, I can't come and kill myself kind of life. Mm-hmm. And I think, it's, I think it's the most interesting thing about me with, the, with how far I've come. Like, really, for a girl that does not care, I mean, I'm doing mm. great. So, yeah, that's an interesting fact about me. You're really doing amazing. And I'm always in awe and, like, super proud of you and your strength and your fearless, actually. So, yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, so- I am. Thank you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'd love you to share your social media handles with us, your personal social media handles and your business social media handles. Okay. My business social media handle is WasteBeats Niger. WasteBeats then Niger. Okay. And you know, hopefully, very soon you, you can find us on Amazon if you're not in the country. Okay. So please, please, order in dollars. Okay. <laughs> please, please, order in dollars. We're here for you. <laughs> um, my personal page is Stacy Tega, Stacy with an E, and then Tega. Yeah, mm. that's it. All right, Stacy Tega. It's an amazing having you here with us today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you learned something from their story. And if you're a small business owner, entrepreneur, or, or you plan on starting a brand in Nigeria, we are the best team to be by your side on your journey. Check out penny.co to find out how to get started with us. So I'll see you next week Thursday for another amazing episode. Bye.